Welcome to Less Than 12 Parsecs, the fastest Star Wars podcast in the galaxy. Now here's your host, Tim McMahon. All right, folks, welcome to another episode of Less Than 12 Parsecs conversations this is where i have one guest on we ask one question we see where that takes us in the conversation uh let's see who's our guest today sir introduce yourself to the world my name is mike emke i'm host of wookie radio mike thanks so much for coming on uh lesson 12 part six conversations oh my pleasure now i have to admit mike my question today for you is really just an excuse for me to gripe and grumble and be curmudgeonly because lately I've just been reading things online and they've been annoying me and they've been bugging me. And so I'm going to ask you a question and hopefully this will allow me an excuse to vent my issues. (laughs) Are you ready for your question, sir? I have a really bad feeling about this. (laughs) You should. No, no, (laughs) Uh, it's not that bad. So I want to know what is the thing that annoys you the most about Star Wars fandom? Oh, Lord. Lately? <laughs> sure, we'll, we'll, we'll define it as lately. How about the fans themselves? All right, be more specific. What, um, what specific? Okay. It's their n- their it's body n- odor, their fashion it, sense? What is it? <laughs> it, it's, not, okay, it's not the entire group of fans, because I, I think we're, we got, Star Wars has got the greatest fandom out there. It's all these people who, oh, The Force Awakens, too much like A New Hope. Then you get something new. Oh, the Last Jedi. What garbage. It's like, okay, I loved The Last Jedi. Can I nitpick the crap out of it? Yeah, I can. Doesn't mean I don't love the film. Doesn't mean I don't love the franchise. But you got so many people. Oh, I can't believe everything's ruined. It, it, it's people, people griping to gripe because they can and they can do it on the internet and not be seen. Right. Oh, it's all Disney's fault. Uh, <laughs> it's the Lucasfilm still making the films. It's Lucasfilm still maintaining control of how they're made. It's not. Yes. I mean, when when everything was going down with with Han Solo or with the Solo Solo, a Star Wars story, if we go official, it wasn't Bob Iger going. Uh, you need to pull these directors. That was Kathleen Kennedy's call. She made yes. that call. She made that choice. Disney had nothing to do with it. All Disney's doing is helping fund it if Lucasfilm needs help funding. Yes, I'm with you there. That's on my list of top 10 things that annoy me is the people who blame Disney for everything. They supply the cash and they distribute the film. They're not involved in the day-to-day making of films. I mean, just look at how Disney has pretty much let Marvel do their thing. The only time Disney has stepped in is when Feige had issues with the creative content group at Marvel Entertainment and said, look, they're restricting how the movie should be done. I think Marvel Studios should be their own entity. And Iger stepped in and said, you know, you're right. Marvel Studios is now, film-wise, its own group. TV, animation, and everything else falls back under Marvel Entertainment, which is the comics as well. So... I don't see that happening with Lucasfilm. Lucasfilm's a tight group as it is. The whole deal of... We we talk about this off and on on Wookiee Radio. The expanded universe. Sorry, folks. (laughs) Even Lucas said, long before, before the prequels were over, expanded universe is not canon. Yeah, yeah. Now, are there elements becoming canon? Well, from what we're seeing in the teaser trailer, I am so glad they're using... 
Han spent time at the Imperial Academy. They never, I mean, that was never mentioned in the original trilogy. We know him winning the Falcon from Lando in the card game. That was mentioned in Empire. So, yes, that is canon there. And I'm glad we're kind of going to see that card game and how that went down. Yeah. But truly how Chewie and Han partner up, we haven't seen, you know, how many variations of that story was there in the expanded universe? Right. I mean, each author, when they, I mean, they had the same concept, same principle, but there, I want to say there was like two or three different variations of how that story was told. Right. So I'm glad to see that we have some of that coming. Thrawn, big character from, from the expanded universe is now canon thanks to, to Star Wars Rebels. So would Thrawn make an interesting Star Wars story? Why not? What happens prior to Rebels? What happens outside of the what we see with Rebels? How involved is he with the Death Star? If they don't kill him off in the season of Rebels, what did he do within the realm? How did he come into the Empire? I mean, yeah, we've got the books. I think Thrawn could be an interesting movie. Who would you cast as Thrawn if you had to pick a known name? A known name? A known name. Someone, an actor who we've already known, instead of like an unknown or up-and-comer brand new. Well, since we're talking in between the two trilogies, I have to be someone younger. Nothing pops to mind right away? No. I don't have I mean, a guess either. I, I don't have a... I mean, going older, guess. going older, I would consider Gary Oldman. Yeah. Younger? I don't know. Not off the top of my head. Not at the moment. Yeah. Stay tuned to a future episode of Wookie Radio. <laughs> you might find out. <laughs> As I think about this, there's some podcast and oh gosh, I wish I could remember who it was right now. And, and they're probably screaming if they're hearing this, but they do fan casting all the time. Like they'll take a novel or a comic book and they'll, and they'll cast who would play all those characters. And they do such an awesome job. And God, I, I uh, feel bad for not giving credit to who these guys are. Oh, it's so funny. You say that we were at celebration, Eric Allen, one of my co-hosts on mighty Marvel geeks and I, because mighty Marvel geeks got to appear on the podcast stage there. So we're, we're meeting with Jordan white. Who's the editor of the star Wars titles and Deadpool and a few others at Marvel comics. And we're going, yeah, we would love to see Dr. Afra in the sequel trilogy. And would it be so cool? If she was played by Betty white. <laughs> and we're all chuckling and whatnot and jordan goes that'd be great but uh you know she's supposed to be asian <laughs> cgi they could do anything with Whoa. cgi these days so we then changed it to i think ming na win was one choice oh there you go yeah so yeah Ron, I have I have no clue. I have to go back again. We we don't know how he ages, right? But maybe maybe the guy who played Lizard, yeah, in Amazing Spider-Man, the guy who played Lizard. Oh oh right, I uh, yeah, maybe the English he, guy. Yeah, maybe he. See, I see him as an English English actor. Yeah, if not I English, like, maybe German German. Austrian. Yeah, I like the idea of him having an accent, but slightly different, like they've done in Rebels. You know, yeah. Where I believe the actor who plays him is. Dutch? Maybe? Uh, the actor who plays him is actually Krennic's brother in real life. Right. No, Krennic? His brother? Is it Krennic or is it... Yeah, I think oh, so. No, it's it's Jin's father. Is it Mickelson? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Mads Mickelson. Yes, yes. Yeah, I feel, See, I feel like is, I should know all this stuff off the top of my head. And, and but, as soon as the microphone turns on, I lose all that information. But here, here, here's the cool thing, you know, going back to the whole fandom issue. You got these fans who, oh, you're not a true fan. And how dare you have a podcast because uh-huh. you don't know. You know, I have my strengths. 
my co-hosts have their strengths. That's why we're together as a team. Yeah. True fan. Anyone who uses the word true fan. Not uh, a true fan. Just shut off right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like the you know, only the Sith deal in absolutes. Well, that's an absolute statement there. We won. So, but yeah, uh, anyone who uses the phrase true fan, isn't a true fan. To go back a, a step to uh, complaints, I, you were talking about The Last Jedi, and this is something that's been on my mind lately, is the fact that it's either a love it or hate it. There's no in-between. People ask me how I felt about Last Jedi. I'm like, yeah, I liked it. Did I think it was the best one ever? No. Did I think it was the worst? No. Some things I liked, some things annoyed me, but you know, I'm sort of in between on The Last Jedi. But anyone you read online, it's either love it or hate it. And, and right. the people who love it... The people who love it are starting to annoy me as much as the people who hate it. <laughs> There's folks on Twitter who will paste pages and pages in these really long threads about how every little thing is perfect and, and well thought out. And like, yeah, all right, great, but not for me. People got to remember trolling is not always attacking in a negative way. You know, you, when you get those constantly those people constantly oh this is the reason why last jedi was the, the greatest film on earth oh you're trolling the same way yeah so i mean trolling's trolling folks it's trolling with a heart <laughs> well to, to be to be negative you know to go oh that was the worst piece of garbage out there well that's trolling with a heart too if that's the way the person absolutely yeah, feels it, it's just unfortunately the negative tends to carry more weight than the positive yeah. People remember for what you did wrong, not what you did right. Yeah, very much so. So another thing that's been bugging me, and, and this is sort of in the, I consider it fandom because I don't consider these sites to be true journalistic works of art. <laughs> but, you know, the the, fa the fan press, as I call it, they'll take something small and through hyperbole, they'll blow it up or turn it into like a clickbaity type thing. And an example of this recently is in the Wacky Entertainment oh, Weekly article. <laughs> I was going to say what? Wacky Radio? No, we don't do no, that. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no. This is, uh, this is something different. But like uh, Entertainment Weekly recently had the article, uh, the, all the articles about Han Solo. And with the interview, I believe, with either Ron Howard or Kathleen Kennedy, they mentioned, yeah, Lucas was on set for a couple hours and he was watching a scene and he made a suggestion during one take of one scene. And suddenly all these websites, oh, my God, Han Solo is being directed by George Lucas. <laughs> it's not. And that's that. That bugs me when they run away with something and make it something that it's not just so you click their headlines. You know what Any really grinds my gears? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Sorry. As we're recording this, I'm in my typical recording mode with my soundboard because you never know when it's going to be useful. I need to do that because I put all my stuff in afterwards. But I'm uh, I'm not technically advanced yet. Maybe you could be my Yoda and teach me how to do that stuff. Mm. <laughs> do we shall. That was horrible. <laughs> Any thoughts on, on the annoyance of uh, the it, fan it, press? It's the knee-jerk reaction. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, look at The Last Jedi Removed as canon. And, and oh. redone. Clickbait's clickbait. I mean, yeah. you, you just have to watch what what it is. I mean, some of it could be fun, like PETA protesting Disney over porgs, the use of porgs. Yeah. Some of it could be just stupid. I mean, we've seen it in, in other fandoms, you know, whether it's Marvel or DC or just in geek culture altogether. There's so much knee-jerk reaction to everything. I don't get into politics much because I have to hear it all the time at work. But the just even what's going on with the current government, there's a lot of knee-jerk stuff. 
whether you're pro-Trump, yeah. anti-Trump, pro-Congress, anti-Congress, pro-whatever party you believe in, there is a lot of knee-jerk reaction that is not necessary. Uh, you mentioned petitions. Oh my gosh, that's on my list of top 10 fan annoyances. Has any of these petitions ever worked? Ever. Maybe Family Guy? <laughs> the f- yeah. first time? Yeah. Yeah, I think pre-internet petitions worked. You know, when it was letter writing campaigns, when people had to make an effort. But when it's just you, like, yeah, click here, you know, hashtag activism. You know, it doesn't work. <laughs> I feel like I've even read Pablo Hidalgo on Twitter saying, "Yeah, we don't take those into consideration at all." <laughs> yeah, that that yeah. I've seen a lot of that too. Pablo's great on Twitter. Oh yeah, I, I love his sense of humor, and if you read between the lines, so much there. <laughs> I feel like the stuff he wants to say, but can't get away with saying sometimes. Yeah, but yeah. that—that's where at times we we could, if we're in agreement, we could we as podcasters or as fans can say what he doesn't want to say. Right. Someone should start a Pablo Hidalgo Twitter podcast where they just every episode's about whatever he, he tweeted in the last twenty four hours. I have so much else going on right now with three shows <laughs> and the network yeah. and life. Yeah, I, yeah. I just don't have it. No, no, no! I wasn't suggesting you did. Oh. Maybe, maybe I'll do it. Maybe, maybe that's my next project. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, if those guys can put up a, a whole billboard in across the street from Lucasfilm in San Francisco and nothing come of it, there's no way that an online petition is ever going to work for anything. True. True. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So, speaking of the whole billboard thing, what was your take on those guys? The whole bring back the EU, give us legends. Were, were you a were you an EU reader back in the day? Not in the early days. I mean, I read quite a bit of the like the Dark Horse comics, and supposedly that was being thrown into the EU as well, classification wise. I mean, there were some books I read. The X Wing series I loved. the The Republic Commando stuff I loved. Some of the early books, Splinters in a Mind Eye. How can you not? The Dark Forces trilogy. How can you not? Anything by by Timothy Zahn in the early days. Again, how could you not? But I always questioned, is this truly canon? Because it seemed like some of it contradicted what we were, what we heard or what we were told in the trilogy right. as we knew it at the time. And, okay, cool. We, we kind of figured Han and Leia were going to shack up. <laughs> you know, oh, cool. They got kids. And all of a sudden, hey, we got this character, Mara Jade. And then I'm hearing, and of course, this is still all pre-internet, but you hear rumblings of, Lucas doesn't like Mara Jade. Yeah. Then why did he let the tale get made with her and the character happen? This is when I started to realize, okay, the expanded universe isn't canon. Because if people are still writing stuff about characters that he doesn't like, but he's liking the story that's being told, then this is like Fifty Shades of Grey is Twilight fan fiction. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah, it has nothing to do with Twilight and sparkly little vampires. It's almost the same thing. So is Mara Jade's and Luke Skywalker's kid canon? Well, not if Lucas doesn't like Mara Jade and and isn't considering her canon. The Solo kids, yes. The Skywalker kid, no. But they kept going with it. And I think that's that's when I I start to question at that point how many of the books truly got cleared by Lucas before they were done. Yeah. Um, He never read any of them. Uh, Pablo has said that publicly. He never read. 
But he, oh. read, he, he would read comic books, but he would never read the novels. So, I mean, there we go. Yeah. I mean, there was a lot to take in. From my understanding, and, and every fan has their own understanding of how things work. None of us know for sure, because we're not behind the scenes, but... I always had the impression like they would ask him vaguely like, I don't know, does, is this, you know, is this doable? Is this within reason? And he'd be like, yeah, okay. But I think that's some of it. I know, I know for a fact, like merchandise, he saw everything that came in. Oh yeah. That was his bread and, and butter. And his thing was yes, no, no, but can you get me more <laughs> type attitude? I have to tread water at this point. Let's just say I I know some people involved in that and that they would walk by with things and Lucas would happen to catch him in the hallway while he's in the middle of a meeting, stop and check to see what they had to go. Ooh, yes, 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 yes. No, no, but get me more. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> you know, stuff like that. So he was very active. Uh, I'm glad to see Story Group now is very active with the books and even with Marvel with the comics going, yes, we can. Yes, we can. No, you can't do that. Yes, we can. Oh, I does does Marvel have a story group like on the comics level? They have something no. like that or is it just still they, the editorial board? The editorial board and the creators have to go through Lucasfilm or Lucas Story Group before the story. So, oh, oh, Doctor, I was thinking, I was thinking you meant Marvel, no, no. Marvel comics, Spider Man, X Men, that sort of thing. No, no I didn't realize so, you were talking about Star Wars comics. Creation of Doctor Afra, who she is technically now a canon, had to get cleared through Story Group. Right. I found out at Celebration, Kanan, the last Padawan, was not canceled by Marvel, but canceled by Lucasfilm because they were getting too close to what we were starting to see in season at the end of season three and beginning of season four. Oh, interesting. And they were wanting those stories and those tales that they were in that direction that they were going to be told on screen, not on the pages. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. So and originally that series was only supposed to be a five issue series and it turned into twelve because yeah. Lucasfilm liked where they were going and asked for more. So I mean Lucasfilm and we talked about oh it's all Disney control. No, Lucasfilm's got control over everything. I mean, you you have Story Group who is keepers of the new uh, of the current canon. And when opportunities are allowed to bring the old stuff in, it's happening. So, I mean, to say the ex expanded universe is dead, no, it's not dead. They're pulling from it, but is it canon? No, not until it gets pulled in. Right. So, I mean, I would love to see stuff about Disney's got the streaming service coming and they were talking about a bunch of new shows. I would love to see a show about the Republic Commandos. Oh, yeah, definitely. And, and that could be Disney's SWAT or Disney's. Or, or the, the Star Wars SWAT or, or Star Wars SEAL team. CBS has got SEAL or, or SEAL team or whatever. Let's get that with uh, with Star Wars. Give us Republic Commandos. I've been pitching this on Mighty Marvel Geeks. I want the Howling Commandos from Captain America. I want, I want them to have their own series. Because there's yeah. so many tales there. There's the same thing. I mean, if you've read the books, get the writer of those books to be your screenwriter for for the scripts let's bring in the tales of the republic commandos and bring them to screen whether it's computer streaming on board with that idea that is a genius idea i want to see it now make it happen lucasfilm 
All right. Well, Mike, I'm going to I'm going to start wrapping this up before we go, before we go, before we say goodbye. So I'm going to put you on the spot. Give me three things that annoy you as quick as you can that we haven't discussed today. Well, on the spot. And I'm yeah, still standing. Just the headlines. Uh, <laughs> headlines, the petition. But I mean, we okay. discussed that a little bit. I'm getting tired of the EU complaints and the holding hostage. Oh, we're going to spoil this if if you don't make the EU canon. Okay, folks. Yeah. Fanboy terrorists. Yeah. It's been five years now. Let it yeah. go. Let it go. I hate the complaints that have been going rampant that we've been seeing amongst podcasters in the Star Wars fandom. The the hate and the battles and everything else. I'm so glad I'm not involved in any of that with our show. I, I try and stay away from that drama. But yeah. unfortunately, that drama's there. And for those who are in the know, you know what I'm talking about. And it's been stemming <laughs> for a long while. From what I've we'll seen... We'll be gentlemen and not name names, because we're taking the high ground on this. And the, and the worst part is, the one of the key people behind all this isn't, isn't even podcasting anymore. So it's like, just give it a break. Yeah. You moved on, let it move on. No, that's a good one. That's three. I'll count that. I'll count the petition as one. We'll call it good okay. there. Then we'll call it good All there. All right, Mike, before we go, <laughs> before I, we go, tell folks where they can find you online. Start off first, WookieRadio.net. It's our website. Hit our affiliate links there because, as we say on our show, support the affiliates and in turn, it helps support us at no extra cost to you. And, we're, and that's why you know we've got the variety of the affiliate links. Uh, for, for me, you can find those on uh, WookieRadio.net. On Twitter, at WookieRadio. On Instagram, uh, through my main show, at WeBeGeeks. I want to say I'm on Tumblr, at WookieRadio. I'm not positive. If not, it's definitely at WeBeGeeks. You can find the shows wherever you download your podcast. If we're not there, hit me up at Wookie at WookieRadio.net, and I'll make sure we get there. Nice. Nice. Well, Mike, thank you so much for coming on Less Than 12 Parsecs Conversations. I really appreciate it. Oh, it's my pleasure. Uh, yeah. Come back again soon on the show. Uh, yeah. Anytime. It's free. It was a lot of fun. Oh, it's my pleasure. You've been listening to Less Than 12 Parsecs, the fastest Star Wars podcast in the galaxy. For links and show notes, visit our website, 12parsecpodcast.com. Follow Less Than 12 Parsecs on Twitter at 12parpod, on Instagram at 12parsecspodcast, on Tumblr at 12parsecspodcast, and find us on Facebook as well. And please let us know what you think. Email us at 12parsecspodcast at gmail.com. All Star Wars sounds, music, images, logos, designs, characters, and elements are registered trademarks and copyrights of Disney, Lucasfilm Limited, and their subsidiaries and respected rights holders, and used by less than 12 Parsecs Podcast under fair use doctrine. All original content is copyright Tim McMahon and less than 12 Parsecs Podcast, released under the no derivative works creative common license.